Last time on Check, Please, the party has returned to the Crystal Caves in search for the MacGuffinite deposit, and while traveling through an area, have stumbled upon another group of vicious-looking salamanders. Four of them spew forth from a lava pool in the room, looking south toward Sol, who is currently the only one in the room. Vera has ah. continued on through an eastern passage, about 15 feet ahead, and to the west of the room, on the other side of a five-foot gap of lava, is the rest of the party, Lavette, Marcus, Archibald, and Karis. We join the action in progress. <laughs> Soul, what would you like yeah. to do? Oh, I have a free action before combat happens? Well, you have <clears throat> a moment to see the salamanders pop out of the lava, yes. A moment. A moment. Is there anything immediately you would like to do? Should I do invisibility or should I do tongues? Oh, I mean, you could also just run over so you're not yeah, dragged in immediately. Anything. Mirror image will uh, save you a lot better than invisibility would. I'm gonna run over by Vera and use mirror image. So you can do one of those two things. One of those. Okay. Just run. Just run? Okay. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm the, gonna run. The further you can get away from the lava, okay. I feel like... You move up 15 feet. Oh, okay. You move up 30 feet. Later, gators! Push <laughs> <laughs> like, yeet over Vera. I just vault over you. I got long legs. Okay. Lavette, mm -hmm. I have rolled initiative. You have mm -hmm. one initiative with a 21. First thing I'd like you to do is to make a perception check. Oh, dear. Yeah. I'm not you can do this. You did good Heart so good dice. last time. Yeah! Okay. You notice that the salamanders are sniffing at the air. Oh. Vera has food, right? Lavette, you have initiative. What would you like to do? Well, I knew what I wanted to do until finding that out. If we can negotiate with them, I don't want to be the one to fuck it up. But I also I just don't really want to risk it. Let Marcus talk. <laughs> you know what comes anyways. No, but Marcus goes after them. Yeah, but I guess I well, should. That doesn't that. have tongues. I know, but but I'm saying like I don't, I don't really think we're gonna be able to negotiate with them. I don't think it's gonna work. I think these are the mean ones. Didn't work last time. So wow, I would just too fast. I kind of want to just get them before they get us because I can nail this guy real hard, real <laughs> easy. <laughs> All right, look, fucking, are we killing him or not? It depends how hard you nail him. Well, if I hit him with a snowball, he's pretty weak to that. That's quite a lot of dice, as you guys saw. It could roll poorly. I, I don't know for certain, or I could miss. But if I, I hit him, I, I could hurt him pro bad. Or you could go um, the other way? Yeah, or I could run, I guess. Yeah. Especially since then you won't get pulled into the lava. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, why don't you just well, I gotta, like, no, run I a, the other way? Because I have a turn. I can do both, but I'll run first. You're right. How far can I go? 25? I mean, you can technically withdraw and go really far. Yeah, but I also want to use an action. Your speed is 20. 20. Okay. Then Why are you so slow? Is this considered touching Archibald? Could I have any touch range? Yes. Okay, then I will go there. Okay. You move 20 feet over, and you are diagonal next to Archie. And I will flip a little switch on my wrist and slot a vial on his leg and cast full strength on him. You got it. Go ahead and apply your effects. Effectively live left Marcus. Quispy, quispy Marcus. To I die. mean, he can't get any crispier. Mark, Marcus has <laughs> a chance to run. Oh, no, he does not have a chance to run. He does he? not get a chance to run. Right. And Vera, oh. you have initiative. First, Vera's going to be like, what, what, what's happening? 
Smalenders! Smalenders! <laughs> <laughs> so, Barra's going to turn around and they're going to go by Soul and go into a defensive position, I guess. Okay. Well, I'm going to wait and see okay. if Marcus talks or not. Okay. Just in case. Sounds good. Okay, so you can delay if you'd like. Do you want to delay till after Marcus goes? Sure. Okay, I'm going to set your initiative down to seven. All right, so that's going to take us to the salamanders. The four salamanders are going to slither their way out of the lava as they move around. I'm going to go ahead and roll some dice here for them because they're going to be doing something. All right. Marcus, you might have a chance to talk after all. Give it a shot. We still got food. Be glad we did not give food to the other guys who did not want it. Okay. So all four salamanders are going to be making their way toward the southeast, looks like. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to be near that lava. And that is their turn. That takes us back to Sol, who is now actually up in initiative for the first time. So you had that. I want to talk to them. Okay. Okay, Sol. tongues. Sol casts tongues, and you are now able to speak and understand all language. Excuse me. Are you hostile or friendly? <laughs> Can I make a perception check to see if I heard that? That's easily audible. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Marcus puts his face in his hand. Oh, what? God, soul. What? what did they say? Love you, but jeez. Why? You did worse what? last time. <laughs> okay, so your question was asking if they were friendly? Yeah. Okay. The closest salamander, salamander number three, is going to hiss back in its native tongue, which everyone else hears as almost like the sound of fire cracking. Marcus than, would hear it. More. Yes, I know Marcus would hear it. Sorry. So Marcus and Soul understand what he's saying. Everyone else hears the sound of fire cracking as his mouth opens and his tongue flays around. But he speaks back to you. What is that smell? Oh. It smells of food. Uh, we have some food if you want it. It sort of lowers its spear toward you and sort of makes a threatening gesture. Bring this food. Can I take it off of Vera since I'm right next to her? If Vera would allow this, yeah. Do you allow this? Sure. Okay. Okay. So you grab the barrel of food, and what would you like to uh, do with it? I'll go 15 feet closer and then roll the barrel closer to Okay. Them. You get up 15 feet forward, and you roll the barrel the final 10 feet. Can you go ahead and make me a combat maneuver to roll the barrel? Why? I'm not trying to attack them. I just want to see if you screw up. That's all. Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you lay the barrel down, and you roll it toward the salamander. As soon as it gets near them, stabs the spear into the stone floor to kind of hold it in place, and then grabs the barrel with both arms and raises it up to its mouth and starts to breathe in deeply onto the crate. The other salamanders are going to swarm around as well, trying to push in and get their chance to get up on that barrel. Okay. All right. Marcus, your move. Hmm. It's odd that I don't actually have to channel energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do have two points of damage. You could channel. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna say that. Hmm. We've got a good thing going. I kind of want to do iron skin, but I think I'm gonna need it for later. Okay. Delay your initiative if you don't know what to do yet. The only problem is I'm, we'd have to delay till the next thing, or I just don't do anything. You could delay till after Karis at the latest. Yeah, you could delay down to initiative two. And go at the very end of the turn. Yeah, I'll, I'll delay. Okay. I'll delay for now. Cool. That's going to take us to Vera. What, what's happening? So They're hungry, and the food smelled good, 
and they're currently not attacking us, so I'm trying to handle the situation. But if I become a crispy chicken nugget like Marcus, just kill me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. Hurtful. Wow. Well, I mean, your family has more money. This so. is true. I could be hurtful. <laughs> I mean, I don't like the idea. Vera is going to move forward next to Soul mm-hmm. and would like to ready an action mm-hmm. of grabbing them if they get grabbed. Okay, that's fine. All right, Archie. Is Archie doing anything? There's sure a lot of tension going on right now. <laughs> a lot of delayed actions. I think I'm going to have him step in front of me okay. and hold an action. If anyone makes a threatening gesture at us, he can't reach far enough to get them from where they're at, but if they come over here and attack somebody or try to grab Marcus, we're going to hit them. Okay, all right. That'll take us to Karis, who's going to move up next to Levette and ask, what What are we doing, Levette? I'm negotiating. Did you say something else? I didn't know if I was allowed to actually continue the conversation. Sure. Okay. Talk, talking is a free <laughs> action. Okay. I just knew other people are taking turns and you had gone and that over was, nine. And so. that was very respectful of you. Okay. <laughs> well, if you agree to not harm us, you can have all of that food. Thumbs up. <laughs> all right. Marcus, is there anything else you wanted to do before the round ended? I'm going to take a step behind the large tank. Large mechanical man. All right. Yeah. Okay. And end my turn. That takes us to the beginning of round two. Levette, you act before the salamanders. Is there anything you'd like to do? Uh, full strength was maybe not needed. It lasts a while. Eh, that's a little bit. I guess I'm going to hold my action as well. If okay. If any salamanders come by an attack formation, if they like dart at us, I'm mm-hmm. going to hit it with a snowball. Okay. Noted. And I will not move. All right. So I guess back to the salamanders. They pry open the barrel, and they each start to take different provisions out, like the flatbreads, the little sacks of grain, dried meat, and they just start wolfing them down, just barely even chewing them, just kind of swallowing the little sacks of grain, sack and all. Mm. They spend their entire turn doing this and do not speak. Soul, you're up. All right. <laughs> Should I just I ask them for passage? Away for now. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll go back 20 feet. Okay. You move 20 feet down the passage. I'm going to go ahead and reveal the next area for you. You see the area widens out into a 15 by 15 foot room that's filled with jutting crystal shards. All look much the same as the ones you've seen before. They're sort of that dull purple cloudy color. Aww. Other than that, the room stands empty. There's another passage that moves to the north that I'll go ahead and reveal as well. It goes to the north about 15 feet and then hooks 90 degrees to the right. Okay. Vera. Vera's going to back up slowly, Mm -hmm. go to where Sol is. Okay. Maintaining eye contact with the salamanders the whole time. Of course, of course. That takes us to Archie. I lean to Levette. I think we might just want to back away until they head out. Okay. Okay. Just get out of sight for right now. Wait for now I'm... I, I think Algie's going to cut out weed. Okay. And that's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to five foot step down. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He's going to hold a grab mm-hmm. action. Yeah. So if the Alamander comes too close, mm-hmm. he will grab them and not necessarily harm them. Okay. 
Noted. Right. In that case, Karis will get to do nothing as well, and Marcus said to not do anything as well. So we'll go ahead and move us on then to round three. That takes us back to Levette. Jeez. <laughs> All right. So I think Marcus's plan is good. Okay. Can move 20 feet. I'm going to go that way. Just right. tiptoe away. Sounds good. Okay. So unless anyone has any drastic things they're going to do, <laughs> let me know. No. I think we're just going to keep it cool, calm for All now. All right. In that case, three rounds are going to go by. I'm just going to go ahead and advance time three rounds. So in 18 more seconds, they have devoured most of the barrel, and they have set it down, and one of them looks to the group looks back over to Seoul, 10 feet over to the east, to the entrance of the tunnel, and looks in and says, why are you here? To find a rare gemstone. It looks around and looks at the cave and looks back at you. There are gemstones everywhere here. I'm aware. There's a specific one we're looking for. It's not the common ones that are normally found here. (laughs) Ah, I know the gemstone you seek. You do? It makes a gesture that you assume to be an affirmative, but you're not entirely certain. Just flips you off. Flips you off. <laughs> it flicks its tongue in a certain way that you're not sure what the body language means, but it might mean yes or it might mean no. Hmm. Would but you be able to show us where it is? No. Territories between here and there have been gotcha. claimed by other tribes. Could you point us in the correct direction, though? It does the tongue flicky thing again, and then turns its body a little bit and points its arm to the northwest. It is where we arrived in this place. (laughs) We swam through great fires back from our home. This place called to us, and then we got here, and there was not enough to eat. I am so sorry to hear that. I'm glad I was able to provide food for you all. Perhaps we will make it home yet. But the way is not simple. The large crystal stands there. Well, that is where we'll be making our journey towards. Thank you for your help. It looks at you not understanding what those words mean. Right. And Um, turns around and picks up the barrel and looks back over at you. With one arm reaching into the barrel to grabbing around it more food as it just sort of watches you. Oh, fuck (laughs) it. I think they need to move. Can you ask them to move? I'm not even near you. Hmm. Oh. I'm gonna... Fuck you! <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if you could see us from way back here. I kind of... No, Archie's in the way! <laughs> I peer through Archie's ginormous legs. By the way, initiative dropped, tokens unlocked. Okay. Thank I'm you. Cast message pointing at Sol and Vera. Mm-hmm. And ask them, so what's going on? Did you... We know the area direction where the MacGuffinite is. It's to the northwest. They couldn't specifically show us due to territorial reasons. And I'm about to ask them if they wouldn't mind moving. So that's about all I got. Are you coming back to us or are we coming to you? I was going to come to you because it's in that direction. Okay. Wait, wait here. Okay. Would you mind moving so we can go back to our companions? It makes the tongue flicking gesture, and the two salamanders step out of the way. <laughs> oh God! They sort of slither out of the way, so the all four salamanders are now sort of leaving a five foot path for you to move between them to leave. All four okay. of them, they're still licking food out of their teeth, bits of dried meat and oats and shit that they've been shoveling out of that barrel. 
they're licking them out of their teeth as they sort of watch the two of you walk between the four of them. That's, That's a picture. That's great. a picture there. I, I use dance to do acrobatics to jump back right. over that you do gap a and get a 27. graceful forward flip and land on the other side with no problem. Thank you. <laughs> and Barry just flies over. Not as graceful. I don't know. Very I think flight's beautiful. Well, let's see. Let's see how <laughs> well, beautiful it is. Don't, uh, <laughs> no, don't tempt. Don't tempt that fate. We tempting fate? Nah, it's fine. All right. You fly across Mark, with no issue. Marcus tempted that in fate once. He almost drowned. All right. So the four salamanders go back to eating out of the barrel, and they don't really say goodbye because they don't really have a concept of that. So they don't really, really <laughs> regard you guys uh, as you leave. I, I think, think I see where we have to go. Yeah, me too. Uh, so where we need to go. So that's an area far to the north where you are where, currently. Where the spiders were? Yeah. Yeah. The spooters. All right. So shall I throw the party up there? If you don't mind. Okay. So the party uh, backtracks. Unless we want to check that midroom first. Okay. Because it was still technically here. northwest of where oh, we were okay. currently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah that's right. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, okay. So you go through the area and you... That's what oh. you find. You find uh, some twisting, connective passages that okay. go between some of the rooms you've already discovered, but you find nothing else of interest in that area. So, I'll go ahead and teleport the party up to the top here. Let's put Archie up in front. We already screwed that up once and almost ate it. Well, then said, let's ate it, and that was good. We select. Wow! Wasn't it useful that we kept that food? Yeah. It seems like a good idea. Yeah! <laughs> Thanks, Vera. That was a great idea. Marcus is very, very salty. <laughs> and crispy. And crispy. <laughs> He's a cheeky crispy salt. Bear doesn't really react to the, the compliment. No. no? Okay. Fine, bitch. What you do? Wow. <clears throat> well, because Bear's like, like it's, I'm too cool for it's shit. Just what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, right. really? it it's uh, fucking common sense. It wasn't a good move. It was just what you would do. Okay. So you guys travel to the west, and you find the craggly passage continues on for another hundred or so feet before opening up to almost an H-shaped room with uh, two entrances going to the north and one to the south. Wait, let's check out this side room first. Okay. Archie, lead the way! In the grimy air, you're only able to see about uh, 30 feet to the north. Passage continues on to beyond your line of sight. Make a perception check, please. He said the title! <laughs> Almost cut off. He said the thing! It, it did all. Wow, good job, Archie. Yeah, right. mine was only 19. So, Mine's only 18. Yeah, perception from was the party. Very good. <laughs> Man, my rolls have been suspiciously good Ooh, 16. so far. I'm really nervous. Alrighty, so of the party, uh, only Archie actually hears it. Archie turns around and says to the party... You keep Demons! <laughs> no, he says he hears something breathing. Well, me, Marcus, and Lavette all understand. <laughs> nope. Br- breathing? Oh, that's there, right. There's yeah. something breathing. That's true. Well, it's like some tongues. Archie indicates it's coming from the west. It sounds like something big breathing. Oh, uh, boy. That doesn't sound good. Yeah, west, south, or west, north. <laughs> Do you guys know... If dragons or anything live on the ground, you mean oh, should I lore a dragon master? In a I don't know. I feel like that's a bit wasteful, yeah. but I could do a yes. check nonetheless. Can you lore master our way to finding some goddamn MacGuffinite? Yeah, there you go. Ooh, 
dirty. <laughs> yeah. Can I do that? Not exactly. Yeah, I didn't think so. Because <laughs> it's so rare, right? No, no, it's just, it's not like, it's not like Loremaster can be used as like a detect spell. Look, I can dream. <laughs> At least they can know what it looks like. We have no idea what we're looking for. You'll know it when you see it. Yeah, I know we will, but we don't know what to ask for when we're running into people. I don't think we're going to be running into people very much anymore. I hope not. And the one that we can, I already ruined that encounter. <laughs> that was great, though, dude. <laughs> I'll never regret that. Oh. That was a fantastic moment. We'll never forget that moment. Breathing. <laughs> All right, giant yes, you, breathing. Archie says that he hears something large breathing in nearby to the west. But which west? He points to the west. That's just in front of us. He's pointing. He's, I, I try understand not to. he's pointing that way, but that doesn't help me figure out if it's up that way or down that way. We're in a fork. <laughs> Do we have any more that invisibility for? One? Mm-hmm. All right, well, you should hang on to that, huh? <laughs> but we could find a way to scout ahead. I mean, bears really me. <laughs> I would rather not leave that much to chance, so as much reassurance as we can have. Ah, there's got to be something we can do here. I'm not just like this. Let's just keep moving. Archie, keep beating us. Well, should we go straight forward, or should we... Do you think the MacGuffinite's going to be guarded by some otherworldly creature? Oh, most definitely. I think so. We are probably looking for the horrible monster, as is in... To avoid them. That's just how Alak seems to go. I just figure since it's an object that we're going to use to teleport us through the barrier, that's how all these creatures are ending up here on different right. planes. Exactly. So, of I course, just... there'd be something next to it because fuck it. There may be some under the law, but obviously, we cannot retrieve them. Well, the Salomon directed us in this area very right. specifically, so... That's true. They would not make me the distinction, I think. Alright, Archie, let's head southwest for now. Archibald nods and travels to the south and west. You also can see the passage to the north, which loops back around, so that'll reveal that the room that you were in is actually just a small loop, so your options now are west or south. I think we should keep heading west. Why? <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Guys, please don't fall behind. We literally can't grab you to bring you here, so you have to. I'm I'm here. Sorry. The air in here is really stifling. You say come and grab you. It's gonna be a bad surprise to them. Is it getting hotter over here? Oh god no. (laughs) Archie, let's go. Alright, Archie moves to the west and what you see. I will describe in great detail. I <laughs> saw the, the area ahead of you opens up into a much larger room. You see a massive crystal structure suspended over a lava pool. It appears to be the same sort of dull purple crystal that you've been seeing so far. It's just a much larger formation of it. Beyond that is a much larger room, about 60 feet by 80 feet, with a simply massive crystal. On the far end. Oh, I, love I think it. it's that's the one. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. This crystal, just... unlike the rest, is far different in appearance and makeup than any other formation you've seen in here. Instead of being a purple, this is more of a blue or dark blue color. And it's sort of over in the corner of the room. 
and it's humongous. It's a huge crystal formation. Make a perception check, please. <gasps> Yay, my favorite skill. <laughs> oh my god, really? <laughs> 16. Uh, 26 for me. Okay, a 26 will be successful. The crystal appears to be breathing. Oh! The large crystal appears to be breathing. It's moving a little bit steadily. It'll expand and contract, and you hear the sound of breath. So it's whatever, a mimic. Whatever it is, it's breathing. Well, Should I just hit it from here? <laughs> Should I just hit it from here? Is this soul's first throw, throw thought? Some, throw some alcohol on it. Attack it. <gasps> or talk to it. I don't know. Should we at least try to talk to it? You do have tongues going. You do still I have, do tongues have tongues going for a little while at least. Okay, uh, can I ready a bottle of alcohol in case something yeah, charges so, at me so, and then so talk? So you're holding in your hands a bottle of alcohol and you still have tongues active. So yeah, you, you can try to talk to this crystal if you want. Excuse me, are you alive? Lovett, why is Zol talking to a rock? <laughs> okay. So the crystal is going to sort of shudder and its rhythmic breathing is going to speed up a little bit and it's going to start to unfold. It begins to unfurl, like parts of the crystal start to fold outward and you realize that it was curled up in something that made it look like a crystal formation, but as it unfurls and comes out to its full size, you realize that it has limbs, it has arms and legs and a long neck, it has a long tail, and then its back flips open into this massive wings, all of which are shining blue and bright and sparkling in the light from the lava. What you see... Oh, is a no. strange crystalline dragon. Oh, Wait, no. I, I speak dragonic. It unfurls and its eyes open, revealing by far the deepest blue shimmering crystal you've ever seen in your life. It almost looks like it glows. It's so beautiful. And its eyes open and it turns to look at you. It is going to let out a singular roar. Oh. I would like everyone to make a will save, please. Oh, okay. 24 for me. Okay, 24. Oh, 14. Okay. 16. I need one from Archie uh, as well. I'm uh, 27 for Marcus. I didn't roll yet. Go ahead. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. Sorry. He's so scared. My poor boy. Okay, that so. That one. That one for those listening. So, Vera, Levette, and Archie are all shaken by this. This horrid roar that it's let out that echoes off the walls and sort of reverberates in all the crystals, making all the crystals, which have been glowing a dull purple, sort of start to shine and glow with their own inner light as they react to its roar. What the fuck? Wait. Is the dragon <laughs> f- make the MacGuffin? What is happening? So it's going to take a step forward toward the lava pool and to get a better look at the party. And Sol, you're the only one, I believe, that is in range to see it. But it was nestled around a brightly glowing gold crystal formation in the corner. That you know, without a doubt in your mind, that this is the MacGuffinite you've been looking for. Awesome. I want to yell around the crystal. Do you know Zelda Rivka? You want to yell that to the dragon? I kind of do. The question is, do you? I feel like I might be a little racist. (laughs) <laughs> just assuming that all dragons must know each other. Yeah. Well, there can't be too many of them. Yeah, but like half honest. of the dragons are evil and half of them are good, and some of them are neutral. 
Mm-hmm. Some of them are neutral, right? Some of them are neutral. If you neutral. live in a cave your whole life, you're not going to know mentor anyone. Would you like to make a knowledge yes. check? Yes. Yes. I always do. Which one? Uh, well, it's what a dragon, so it's probably going to be knowledge arcana? arcana. Yes. So. Yeah. 31. <laughs> Boom. 23. Okay. You know that dragons are tied to magic innately. You also know of the, the major types of dragons. Specifically, this is a gem dragon. Gem dragons are neutral in nature. They neither lean toward good or evil. They mostly tend to keep to themselves. You get a sense that this thing is drawn to this deposit of this MacGuffinite material for some reason. But the way it's acting, it just seems to be trying to like scare you away from its home, apparently. If this is its home, in fact. Okay. So it just seems to be trying to intimidate the party currently. It's not leaping in to attack you all. Okay. I think awesome. we can talk to it. Marcus got the same info with the 23? No. Oh. Marcus knows that it's a gem dragon, and he knows the gem dragons are neutral. That's what he gets from that. So You can put two and two together, though. If you want to make either a wisdom check, or if you want to make a knowledge nature to try to figure out animalistic behavior, sure. it's up to how I'll y'all want to do it. TBH. So- that is a two adjusted to an eight. So. Yeah, you're confused about this whole thing. Yes. So, Soul's gonna turn their head slightly to the party and just say, it's just trying to scare us as far as I know currently. I'm gonna try to talk to it. I can it's speak walking. to <laughs> It's walking. Okay. <laughs> Soul is assuming that means that Lovett's like, I have full confidence in you. It's working. I do. Well, I, I will give you a thumbs up. But I'm like, I think I'm huddled up with Archie. Oh. It's not with his leg, baby. I imagine. He's probably scared, too. How are we supposed I'm to all, get to the McGuffinite with that? I'm going to try to ask it. <laughs> I'm going to stay next to Soul. Excuse me, beautiful dragon. We mean you no harm. We're simply exploring the caves to look for a material. The way you said that first line, for some reason, I thought you were going to rhyme. You had, like, a, a rhyming I'm not that pattern. kind of bard. No, exactly. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? You, don't be that kind of bard. We don't <laughs> We don't need the, the that kind of bard right now. <laughs> tame this dragon. Okay, so that's what I say. Okay. So it is going to make a hissing noise, stand up on both legs, and sort of take up a majority of the space of the room as it unfurls its wings and looks directly at Sol. Why are you here? To take a small portion of that gold rock over there. We needed to defeat Glarv. What are you doing? I can understand him. I have tongues. Yeah, that's not why I'm upset. (laughs) So what I would like is a diplomacy check from Sol, please. Or anyone treating with the dragon. 25. Okay. God, I hope that's okay. Mm-hmm. I hope so, too. <laughs> you cannot have it. I need it. But why, though? <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> but <What>? why, though? <laughs> that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Solid, solid answer. But why, though? I, I have nothing else to say to him other than why not? Okay. Why not? Eh? Eh? <laughs> All right. I'm really cute sometimes. All right, when, so, yeah. Give me <laughs> another really? diplomacy check for the but why though? Because I need to see if this dragon's going to do a damn thing. Fuck, that's a 20! <laughs> I had a, a, a 20 adjusted to those at home. Yes. 
A beardy, which is hotter, dragon fire or lava? Well, lava. I mean, the lava being submerged in lava is going to do more damage than most dragon breath, but it depends on the type of dragon, the type and size. Mm. <laughs> this old bastard? Who knows? All right. I don't even know if blue dragons spit fire. Oh, he's not a blue dragon. Don't... Oh. He doesn't rap that much. Is he a white dragon that has blue eyes? Literally? God damn it. No, no he's a crystal he's dragon. He's a crystal dragon. I don't understand. Sure, sure. Okay, so all right, all right. So let me let me explain a little bit better. So I don't know. Okay, it's fine. You you made a really great roll on your knowledge check. So let me explain a bit more. There are three major types of dragons. One are based off of colors. They are called chromatic dragons, and they're generally all evil. That's your blacks, whites, greens, blues. You've got your metallic dragons. That's your gold, silver, copper, bronze. Platinums, they tend to all be good aligned, but there's sort of an analog for each chromatic dragon. There's a metallic dragon, and they're opposed, right? So there's good and evil, but some of them are lawful, some of them are chaotic, some of them are just neutral. And then there's the gem dragons, which are all in the middle. They form the neutral axes, and each type of gemstone has a type of dragon. So this one appears to be made of sapphire. Okay, I didn't know there were gem dragons. Yeah, so these are. I gem... actually did not either, but yeah. So either. yeah, so gem dragons make up a neutral axis, <clears throat> and this is a sapphire it. dragon. So it, sh- as far as you know, based on your knowledge of dragons, it should be neutral in alignment. It probably has no ill will toward you, but that still doesn't mean that it's going to be nice to you. If that makes right. sense. It's we currently territorial, is what I think is happening, anyways. So. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we're going to have to end up fighting it, but that doesn't change the fact that I tried. Well, we're probably... I'm about to answer you. We're probably going to have to fight this guy, but I tried to talk him down. Oh, he's very territorial over the MacGuffinite. I asked him if we could have some, and then he said no. Did he say why? No, I asked him why, but I haven't gotten a response yet. (laughs) Would he be willing to trade I'm waiting for that response first. Sorry, okay. what was the last direct question asked? I apologize. But why, though? But why, though? Why, though? Of course, of course. <laughs> why not? Okay. Yeah, and then you well, hold... he said, I need it. Okay, but why, though, was the end. Okay. You barge into my home and demand things of me, and then do not leave what I tell you to. Explain to me why I should not melt you alive where you stand. <sighs> All right, I gotta work this speech up, then. Gotta get some punch-ups. Gotta punch up that dialogue. Alright. My name is Soliana Polyhymnia. I'm the next protector of this world. It snorts out a large plume of smoke out of its nose. In a dismissive gesture. That material over there is the one thing that will allow us to currently protect the world by using it. And we don't want most of it. We only want a portion of it. If it wasn't for the fact that millions of lives were in danger, I would not have come here. But the fact of the matter is, the greater good of the world is at stake, and we need it. I don't wish to bother you at all, but there are lives at stake. I care not for the greater good. He says with emphasis on a mocking tone around greater good. Anyway, he continues. But what I will accept is tribute and trade. For what is mine. Of course. Hey guys, what could we trade for the MacGuffinite? Why, why don't you ask the dragon what uh, he wants? Uh, ask the dragon. 
what perchance would you be in need of or want currently? It lets out another dismissive jet of steam. What is it that you grubby, short-lived creatures carry? <laughs> I have Muse. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, a, essentially oh a, a drug addict. What if he likes it? <laughs> Dude, yeah, that actually is not a terrible idea. Can I toss over the pouch of Muse? Yeah, you can, sure. Because otherwise I've got a music box. Well, two music boxes, technically. Don't give those... No. Wait, we have alcohol! We, we have, have alcohol. so much fucking alcohol! We have alcohol and drugs, guys! <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I uh, here's some powdered diamond and opal. Here's my plan. I like all these ideas better than what I had in mind. Because I had something that I think we gave him that might amuse him. But we would get in trouble, we would have to run our asses off. Um... So I think that should be a last resort. Sh- should I should I offer the, the alcohol and drugs? <laughs> the only thing I have that's of value is powdered diamond and opal. And everything I have is stuff I can't separate from. Okay. You have well, you have diamond. alcohol too. Oh, I do. I'll probably but, take yours. But I'm saying like valuable things. Yeah. Let's see. I'm putting up Archie. That's another thing that would we could. I don't know how deep, how wide these caverns are, but we could do that too. But yeah. I would feel bad about it because I can summon him from 400 feet away. That's exactly what I was thinking too. But uh, I don't want to do that because he's my boy. I'm not parting with him. Well, let's see. Yeah. On Lavette, that's like not in the cart. I've got a ring of luck, two pixie swords, a couple <laughs> of level one scrolls. Some pixie dust. A cigar. Wow. Okay, so I'm going to do the alcohol and drugs. Is that okay with everyone? Yeah, all right, so cool. Everyone delete all of your... Well, either delete it or move it on to the party inventory for me I'm to delete to it. Okay. All of the drugs and alcohol in the party to the party inventory. <laughs> the dragon was Marcus's fucking plan. All, like, his, his get clean plan all along. Boy, oh boy. You guys got to bought a lot of fucking booze. Man, you did not give Levette <laughs> hardly any of the muse. Alright, so I'm oh. seeing 17 doses of muse, 20 bottles of alcohol total. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Do you think you want the pixie stuff? I don't really know what to do with it. Maybe Hildegard will want it, though. Uh, but she's We're just going to start with that. Okay. This is what we have to pay tribute to you. So let me oh, understand, oh, okay. you guys are going to offer up to the dragon in tribute in exchange for MacGuffinite, a nearly priceless substance, 20 bottles of booze, and 22 doses of drugs, what is, and what is the, a bunch of romance the, novels. <laughs> what is the like substance? He might be into them. <laughs> what substance? Like and shit. You, you said there was, um... About uh, the MacGuffinite. Oh. Yeah, in, in exchange in for trade. the priceless substance MacGuffinite, you're trading him alcohol, drugs, and <laughs> porn. Well, the idea is that if you drive the muse, he'll probably he mellow He doesn't know how off. priceless it is. Maybe he's lonely. If he tries the muse first, it might mellow him out enough that the deal will sound good. <laughs> I mean, everything's great on muse. Exactly. You're like, fuck it, sure, I can get more MacGuffin. If need be, I can give up the powdered diamond and opal i think he might oh. no do not give up the diamond that's what we need wait no, do no. dragons like money why do you keep saying are you no? serious 
Yes, dragons like a lot. Don't they know, love I've money. Never... Dragons have <laughs> hordes. That's what they that, do. They hoard that's their whole treasure. Thing. I'm this, sorry. It depend... it's I've great. never played Dungeons and Dragons. It's not, it's You're doing a, a great job, but <clears throat> I will put it this way. Dragons of pretty much all stripes, be it metallic, chromatic, or gem, all of them are greedy fucks that love money. I'll give yes. them 600 gold. Should we all put in a shitload of gold? I'll put in 500. Okay, toss that money into the party inventory, if you don't mind. Okay. So, Vera would do this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to ask Screwy first, because I want to make sure that he is okay with this. <laughs> Can I put Marcus's pack of gold into the inventory? Marcus well, pats right. his pockets. The fuck? Vera still has his pouch. <laughs> oh, shit, that's the right. Answer- <laughs> the answer is no. That's all he has. Okay. Uh, he needs a little bit. Does he? But most of it? He really... He's going to die soon. In that case, <laughs> Vera will throw his money at him. <laughs> Just we are like the fucking nemesis of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. We're like, you should give us your shit. You're about to die anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need it. You're dying. <laughs> oh give it to someone God. who's still going to live longer. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even in the ground again. Okay, so All right. I'm going to go through each person, and I'm going to ask. Sol, how much money would you like to contribute? 600. Okay, cool. Vera, would you like to 500. contribute? 500. 500, okay. I've been outbid by Sol. <laughs> okay, Lavette, are you contributing? 900. Okay. Wow. Damn, jeez. And Marcus, are you contributing anything? Marcus holds his bag and looks down in it and then looks at Vera and Sol and he, he takes 20 gold for himself and tosses <laughs> it in his oh. Wait, how much do you have? 578. All right. Takes 20 gold for himself and tosses the sack. All right. So you throw in 558 gold. So yeah. you can get diamonds, collect. You can get some. Okay. I asked Crow for two. Like, the party inventory okay. now contains 2,560 gold. Fuck. <laughs> That's uh, I have. So, from contributing all your guys' money together, you offer 20 bottles of alcohol, 22 doses of Muse, and 2,560 gold. Well, so, what I'm going to need is, it. for this offering, I need everyone to make a diplomacy check. Oh, oh motherfucker. Man. This is one of my best stats. <laughs> Oh. oh no! Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a twenty-four. For that's me. a twenty-six for me. <laughs> that is Why a ten is from Marcus. 10. Okay. Oh, is it because I'm shaken, or is it nineteen? Okay, good, good, good. So far, so good. Uh, Archie doesn't need to roll it, and Karis doesn't have anything to give. She's sort of broke, but she tosses in what little gold she has. Aww. Not, the, not the alcohol, though. <laughs> <laughs> you guys not already, the wine. It's already 20 bottles of booze. I mean, I don't know how much booze you <laughs> 20 need to get a bottles of booze on the wall. Of course. Okay, so after throwing all that together, the party hears this. This is a poultry sum, but it is acceptable for a small sliver. The dragon will turn around move over to the deposit of glowing crystal in the corner. Sol, please make a... Actually, Sol and Marcus, since you're close enough to see, make another perception check, please. Aye, aye, Captain. That is a... 
14 for Marcus. Okay. 19 for me. <laughs> you see the dragon very carefully remove a shard of the MacGuffinite from the wall, taking care not to disturb something else nestled around the crystals, but you don't know what it oh, is. It has a baby! So the dragon moves back across and strides across <clears throat> the lava as if it's not even there. Like it's standing on it, but it's not sinking in the lava, nor is it doing any damage to the dragon whatsoever. And it lays a small four-inch section of glowing gold crystal on the ground, and it uses its other claw and scoops up the entire contents of your offering. Don't give the muse to the baby. (laughs) Crystal and Dragon, you wouldn't happen to know of Zel Nerefkev. Oh my god, he did it. I'm leaving, I'm grabbing the MacGuffinite and I'm leaving! Right, so, I'm just going to follow Soul. So you pick up the MacGuffinite shard off the ground, and you feel sort of a lurching sensation in your stomach as if you're being pulled somewhere else just by holding it. It's a really strange sensation, but you feel like just having this in your hands, you can f- almost see a different world around you. Like the barriers around the world that you've known your whole life are thinned just by being around this substance. Oh, fuck. It's very odd. It's a strange sensation, and it kind of twists your stomach a little bit. Oh, I don't know if it's good if I'm around. No, I I have never heard of such a being. Do you have a point? Marcus, I don't think it's from this world. (laughs) What's going on? Where are we going? We got the stuff. He is another dragon, and I didn't know (laughs) if you happen to have known him. Oh my god. It squints at you. <laughs> Alright guys, let's go. It shoots out <laughs> another jet of steam from its nose. No. Our trade is done and our business concluded. Be gone. Thank you. See, I was really hoping Beardy was going to do the whole, what, you think all dragons know each other, but with <laughs> yeah. like, the voice changer on? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I consider it. I'll, I'll do it just I'll do it just so you can hear it. What, do you think all dragons know each other? It's <laughs> fantastic. There you go. You can have that. All right. So it moves back and curls back around the deposit of MacGuffinite, keeping an eye open, watching the group as they leave. Can we see the rest of the map? Just for curiosity's sake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're not coming back, (laughs) why would you? Okay. God, why would we? Maybe we need more. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. What's up? How big is the MacGuffinite compared to my body? It's very small. It's like a four inch long sliver. Oh. It's maybe like four inches long by maybe a half inch wide. It's like a hot dog. Sure, but it's a sliver of golden crystal, so. Damn. Oh my god, we went to the place we need to go last. Yeah. I feel so fucked. We're like the place, first place we went. Yeah. If we had just kept you, going left, you almost, we would have been done. You almost hit it immediately. Yeah. And I thought uh, to myself, like, I can't believe it. I built this whole goddamn dungeon, and they're going to walk <laughs> immediately to it again. Well, and, that's and then they we turned were avoiding right. the heat, though. Correct. Yeah. And if you had just gone toward it, you'd have been fine. Yep. This definitely would have been fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, everything would have been way different. Yeah. But I think this is far more interesting. Mm-hmm. Look where it's we like are more now. Yeah, right? Hey, look at us. Hey. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> Sadie. That's beautiful. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> So, so well, it's Soul's holding it. I, like, I just very I delicately. Levette is surprised that it's that small, so she's just kind of assuming that that's not it. 
not about the size. Do you want to touch it? I think you'll understand how powerful this material is. Okay. And so it leans down, but they still have a very harsh grip on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So just touch it. Levet, you first. reach out and touch this touch shard of golden crystal, and you feel like the walls of the world around you have suddenly become thin like paper. Like, you could almost reach out to the nearby cave wall and just push your way through it if you wanted to. Well, who needs meals? We gave it all away. I know. I mean, we could just use these. This is only a survival. Soul takes the gem back. It was a joke. Can Marcus touch that? And I'm guessing it's the same sensation, though. I feel like Marcus, I, I, I have this theory a little bit, but... You want to? You want to uh, let the DM ahead of yourself, bro. You want to like t- let the market? You want to let Marcus touch it? Not really. Marcus wants to touch it. Oops. Can I see the pretty gem? Soul's still holding on to it very securely, but mm. you can like poke it. Yeah, I kind of want to just like touch it with my finger, like hmm, neat. Okay, you touch it and it burns your finger. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh shit, dude! Oh, oh shit, no. dude! Oh, dude! Bye-bye, Marcus. I'm sorry. Marcus Who's goes, new... ah, shit. But I'm excited. Who's our new party member going to be? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Is that not burning you guys? No, I just feel a dimensional shift going through the barrier. Oh, God. Yeah, I guess that's true. My finger. Well, that, that didn't burn you, did it? No. It's a wheel. Kind of cool. I'm going to put the MacGuffinite in the pouch that I used to keep my... Wedding ring. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna climb up the rope to get out of this fucking cave. All right. In that case, let's move to a different map and get you guys out of the crystal caves forever. Thank you. I climb up two rope. But I stay at the top of the rope and start kicking him back into the cave. <laughs> <laughs> Could yeah, still, Marcus. just in case, give myself feather fall. Yeah. Barry just flies up. Yeah, uh, Levette climbs up like two feet, gets tired, and has Archie fly her up. Marcus goes last because he's staring at his finger. Again, pondering his existence. Yeah, this rope's not going to be good for your hands right now. Jesus. You is didn't Ar- think about that shit. Is Archie able to fly you up? Last time he couldn't. Yeah, I know. Well, should I roll for it? Yeah, you can go ahead and roll for it. It's fine. Do I have to roll for it? Yeah, if you're flying straight up, is yeah. it just you or is it Archie? Archie flying me. You got an 18. Yeah, you're fine. So, party finds themselves. A little moment later, after summoning the Agile, you find yourselves back aboard, and Calcutic is there. So, how did it go? Much better. This time it went bad, though. <laughs> no one took any dips in any lava, did they? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> where are we off to? Really fast, or? No, we... We need the diamonds before we can pick Cal's out. You got a map on you, Cal. Soul looks pained. Of course I do. He unfurls a pocket map that he keeps of the continent. <laughs> Soul points to where Prisidium is. We're going to be around this area. Ah. When we get closer, I'll tell you where to specifically drop us off. The Emerald Forest, hmm? Oh, all right. Haven't been there in a little while. At least not landed. He claps a couple times and gets his crew moving. All right, lads, make way for the Elven lands. Oh, this is so strange. The so ship looks so pained. The ship heaves forward and pulls up into the sky, moving ever closer. 
Presidium. So it is two days' travel from where you are currently to the Elven Lands. Is there anything you would like to do during that time? Okay, so I'm personally going to have to talk to the group at some point, but I want to let everyone do whatever they want to first. Marcus is going to pray and change his bandages. Marcus, make a wisdom check, please. You got it. Do you mind if Sol watches Marcus? Not at all. It's a very good roll. 16 plus 4, quite good roll. Again, after your prayer session, you do feel sort of a sense of calmness. Like there's someone standing next to you, or someone's with you. Yeah, I'm right here. When you open your (laughs) eyes, the only person near you is Sol. (sighs) Eyebrow wiggle. (laughs) (laughs) Eyebrow wiggle back? No, I, I was. It, it was just um, a joke. It wasn't you're, serious. Hey, buddy. I don't mean yeah. to be mean, but your eyebrows got yeah. burned off. And also, you're wearing bandages over your face, so I couldn't even tell. I think I'm gonna excuse myself and head down to the room where mm-hmm. I broke that mirror. I don't know if it's been replaced yet. Okay. But I'm gonna head down there. It is not. It's uh, most. It's been cleaned up, but it's still broken. Yeah. How would it be replaced? That we're on a ship in the air. I don't know. They have poor wind creatures trapped in magic. I figured they might have so a spirit mirror they somewhere. Okay. They might have a spirit mirror somewhere. I don't follow the logic, but okay. Magic, magic is not yeah. money. Do you need a heal check for that? For the bandit changing? Yes. Please. You got it. Different show. That is a nat 20. Nat 20. Very good. Nat. That is a 28 total. That's a good roll. Should have saved that one for praying. Yeah, you might have actually gotten a response. So you change your bandages, and you get them to fit just right, and you really feel like they're sort of a second skin currently. They're really good. Full sort of motion. Well, I guess in this case, I guess they're more of a first skin. You feel that you can move around freely with it, and it feels comfortable. I like that. That's that's good. Sweet. Marcus is going to sit contemplatively and alone in the room. Okay. For now. We still haven't figured out what we're going to do for the alchemy portion. Right. I figure he's going to get his club of BZX about on that. Yeah, but I feel like we should ask her in some way first before we just appear to her doorstep and are like, help us kill our friend. Okay. How do you suggest we do that? Right now? Unless you have more of those scrolls. This is uh, the fastest way information can travel. Well, I could send someone from... Melifera's church to retrieve oh, the very close, isn't it? It is. And I could meet with her the following day. That's true. That's a good idea. It is still that. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot easier than my idea, so I'm all for it. <laughs> it's easier than anything I could do, though, Phil. I guess that's the plan, then. Thanks, Farah. That was really smart. Thanks. You're welcome. Hopefully she can help. Could you bring us to your tempe? So that we could all speak well? It's only one being who is touching the staff. Hmm. Hmm. Vera. So, we've been friends for a long time. Yes. Like, almost six months. (laughs) That that is a time. Um, so when we first met, you didn't like me very much. But then you found out I have a heart of gold, and, you know, we became best friends. Where Where is this going? Well, we're about to head 
to the Emerald Forest, where there are a bunch of elves, like me. <clears throat> okay. And I know you don't really like people like me. I'm listening. I thought you got over there. What, what do you mean, get over that? Well, I mean, I didn't know you were racist against my mom. I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I'm not racist when I say that. Vera looks to Sol saying, I'm, I'm not racist. They're trying not to laugh. <laughs> mm, yep, I understand. But I understand some types of people seem to make you a little uncomfortable. <laughs> blink, blink. Smile. And I wanted you to be mentally prepared for interacting with any of them. How many, how many were you talking? Oh, probably at most three. I, My I'm mom, sure. dad, grow. be fine. Vera definitely looks worried. <laughs> just a second. Vera? grow. No. just occurred to me. Well, yes. When we first met him. When, when did we first meet him? When you shot point? him. <laughs> oh, that's what you mean. When I shot yeah. him, you, you did. You spoke to him. You spoke yeah. to him? What'd you say? Yeah. It's some just general shit. Right. But you don't really know Nothing anything. about like, him. He's still the guy we shot as far as Vera is concerned. Vera missed out on every opportunity to actually talk to Gro. Mm-hmm. Hold on. It's exactly. probably for the best. Probably. Well, Vera, <laughs> sometimes... Elves have a certain insight. Just wanted to prepare you for that. Certain insight? Yeah, I don't like, like you mean. Well, they're very wise. My hmm. mother is. Also, my mother is a bit different now, you know. And she was always that person. Yes, I know. Not but different the, now. <laughs> but the reasoning I thought was behind it is different. The heritage and the things that inspired who she is are actually not the case. I guess I appreciate the warning, but I'll already be cautious, so... Okay, awesome. What do you mean insight? They tend to just be able to look into your eyes and know a lot of things about you. Vera suddenly looks worse. (laughs) Can you do that? I'm not an adult yet. I mean, I'm definitely an adult. Yeah, I see. I mean, well, how old do you have to be to be an adult? What the hell? 100. <clears throat> what? Why? That's crazy. And it's you not get so have much to be. Time. I know, I've been training my entire life. Why? I'm still not an adult, technically. Technically, no, if you no, think about it. Not technically an adult? Does that make you technically a child? Yeah, I'm, a... hmm. I'm technically, if you think about it, emotionally because obviously my body has grown into most mature adulthood uh, my mind and heart are a bit more younger than carrots oh i didn't realize that i'm only 84 guys well i know i didn't know that that's you i mean I don't, i'm not going to ask your age but well you know uh, it now so that's, that's true uh, that's kind of strange. I don't know how, if that's normal for us, but I mean, with gnomes, we don't normally marry off our children. We had some grow up first, mostly. Well, again, there's special circumstances to be being married off. It's mostly due to the protectorship. Well, sure, but shouldn't that be when you're an adult? Well, I'm technically of age for the competition to have happened, so no, it's fine. Show? Yes. Like you are competing? No, no. Gro had to compete for my hand. That's how we got engaged. 
Wait, what? There is a competition? Like a, there a was. competition, not a figurative one? The figurative one oh. that is always going on. No, a literal competition. Everyone within the village, yeah. uh, male, they have to be male. Uh, they, they have to be male? Yes. I need a what breeding partner. A breeding partner and a husband are not the same thing in my mind. Well, looking at how my mother and father's relationship ended up, it's kind of what it is. I just happen to be lucky that I loved the person who won. Yeah, that is really lucky. Uh, but there's a big competition throughout the village, and every male is allowed to compete. Well, every magic user. And pretty much the competition pits male against male to use their magical skills against each other until one ends up the winner. And the future protectors, fiance at that time. Against each other? Was this like mortal combat? They didn't die. Oh, okay. Clerics got to them first. I mean, I, I suppose uh, we are probably more dangerous than most people as it is, but I still really don't like the idea of Crow being some sort of killer. No, I don't think he's killed anyone. That's good. Your kill count is higher than his, then. I really don't want to think about that, thank you. Right. Okay, sorry. I mean, you know, but you might be able to use it to win an argument in the future, so it's just put it on the background. Oh, I can wait, probably win most arguments in my village. <laughs> okay, sure, okay. I'm I'm the future protector. Okay. Uh, oh, context. I'm sorry. This is all I've ever grown up to know, so it's weird sometimes when people don't know. Well, my bloodline is the one bloodline that kind of assists in leading everyone. <sighs> Vera <Vero> walks away. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> okay, I made Vera upset. Oops. I don't know how. You're just telling us about yourself. She doesn't really like hierarchy. Well, I... I... Uh, don't play the easel, but it's not your, you're not your fault. Well, <laughs> but my plan in the future, once I'm the one who's in charge, I plan on making things more equal than they are currently. I we sort of have a matriarchal society and a system of, well, you know, rich, poor politicians, stuff like that. And what are you going to do with this? Well, the plan is actually to unite several of the Elven villages. Wait, so when you say you are the assistant, assistant leading, are you like advisors? I'm a what? An advisor. No, I'm the leader. You are... What? Well, in terms of if this was royalty, I would be the king once I accept the protectorship. You're the prince? Yeah. If, if, if you went with, like, a monarchy phrasing. Uh, well, that blushes a little bit, just like, out of, like, oh my god, that's amazing. But in general, it would just be called the protector. Hence why I'm saying I'm the future protector normally. I realize you are a nobility, but I... Well, I mean, of a village? Yes. Okay. But that is about what I thought, actually. Corona did tell you the importance of the protectorship, though. 
I mean, let's kill your potent. You told me enough. You told me in confidence, so I won't say heal. Literally everyone heard Corona, what Corona said. Oh, okay, wait, that's it's all. But, actually, I had to ask Cal something really quick. I'll be right back. Cal! Calcutic is standing in his normal spot on the bow of the ship, looking over the edge, enjoying the sights. Oh, hello, Sol. Hi, Cal. How you doing? Oh, you know, same old, same old. What can I do for you? I was wondering if the ship had a cloaking device. <laughs> oh, oh, Sol, you're such a kidder. Like All right. <laughs> We're going to be walking. So when we get close to the village, I'm going to have Cal uh, land us an hour away, and we're going to walk into the village. Calcutic walks up to the edge of the deck, looking down onto the main deck. Well, when you say cloaking device, do you mean yes. sort of a... Um, do you mean some sort you... of da- dampening field that goes over the whole ship and, and makes it invisible? Or do you mean some sort of... Some sort of... That makes cloaks. <laughs> rain c- protection. The first one. Oh! He suddenly, like, looks introspective. I have to think about something. He walks down the stairs, goes into the door, and disappears below decks. Okay, well, we might be hiking. I don't really know what that was. Okay. But whenever Vera decides to come back up, I would like to prepare all of you a bit more about the culture of my village. Okay. So I would like to talk to you at some point. Sure. Um, let's do that right now. Oh, I'm waiting for Vera to come back up. I suppose the information you give us might be relevant, but I don't know. I don't mind if you repeat yourself to me. Okay. Thank right, you. So, uh, yeah, let's go on the other ship then. Okay, All right. I'm gonna say we go below deck then. Sure. Oh, there's Vera. Hold on. Do I hear them? I roll a 23. Not well enough to make out everything, but I'll give you a gist of it once this is over. Okay. Oh, boy. Nice roll, though. Yeah, beautiful. So, yeah. Uh, yes, this is I want to talk about. First of all, I want to, to apologize once again, just to me, so, yeah, about uh, what we, I said at my parents' house. I didn't mean to imply that I'm making moves again or something. I just wanted them to know if I was acting kind of off, so they would know why. Gotcha. I mean, what I said is true, but I'm not. It's different now, I suppose. But I digress. The important thing I wanted to talk about was something that you said on the gates. It put me off guard. Uh, I understand that you are. I, I figured you were in a leadership position, and I understand that can be quite stressful, but I did not realize the muse was a coping mechanism. I thought it was a, something for fun. So Sol definitely still has that grimace smile where they're trying their hardest to replicate the smile they used to be able to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a thing. That's fine. Okay. No, it is fine. I, what I want to say is that uh, I didn't realize that it was at the point that you needed coping. And I just want you to be able to talk about it. A lot of this stuff I can't talk about. Or shouldn't, really. Sorry. I already pledged myself to your service. So this information would probably come my way one way or another. And furthermore, 
I am ready to take a blade for you. I am quite prepared to die out there with this Hogarth business, if it comes to that. I really don't know how much more danger some information could put me. I just... there's a lot on the line, and I feel as though me leaving the glitch is one of the biggest mistakes, because I've put so many people at danger. Well, you changed my life for the better. If you had not left, I would never have met you. And, uh, well, I'd most likely be dead right now, going through any of that stuff without you. But ignoring that, even I would be less than half the normal I am today. So I am thankful for it, at least. That's good. So, something my mother would say to me was that as the end of your life is just the end of your life. Your experience is ultimately the only thing you have. Uh, doing things with other people is good, I think. I think it is a noble trait, but do it for you too, okay? I have a very long life to live. I can think about me once this is all over. Well, if it goes all well. But more importantly, it's not about thinking about you, so it's about you're going to get mad at me for saying this, but I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't really give a damn about saving the world. If uh. the world has not done very much for me as a whole, it has mostly spat on me and kicked me when I'm down. You have done so much for me, and I care deeply about you. So I will follow you to the very end, and if you decided that you didn't care about the world tomorrow, which I highly doubt would happen, <laughs> but if you did, I would follow you where you go then. I want to make sure that you are happy, that that is the ultimate point of my feelings for you. That's the bottom line for me. And the weight of the world on your shoulders, it, it's crushing you. I think that maybe Corona is right, and maybe we can stop Glove. And if we can, then I think we should, but not because the world depends on us. We do it for our own reasons, and then we don't have to carry everyone else's burden. What if I want the world to be okay for children? That is a fantastic reason. So, the rest of the world can go bound, but the world that your children grow up in, let's go save it for them. Oh, child, let's hope I only have a girl. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah, I do not need to do more than that. <laughs> I don't end for you right now. Also, yes, related to that, if I, um, I'm... I don't know how much help I can be, but if there is anything you need, uh, just, you know, don't call me. Well, if you were a spellcaster, maybe, but she's gonna need a lot of magical tutors. Oh, I see. I, I meant in the, I meant between now and then, you know. Since well, you're already a, my employee. Right, that's true. I, I meant, okay. Well, well that was that, of course, I feel it when we come to it. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Soul tilts their head in confusion. Huh? Uh, anyway. Okay. I hope you're feeling better. You're done? Oh, um, that's right. I forgot to do something before at the beginning of this talk that would have, uh, well, yeah, I can't help. Um, do you mind if I, if we use one of these and uh, pull out the little pack empathy clamp thing? Um, go for it. Are you sure? If you're okay with feeling what I'm feeling. Do you think that sharing that bone would make it feel better? No. Well, that's fair. 
I wouldn't do so actually, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> I saw I was mostly just that's the context of this conversation. But there we go. Let's do it. Pack empathy. <laughs> Pull out the little spidery clamp thing that goes in the back of your neck. Soul starts to move their hair out of the way and then realizes that the left side has gotten long enough to like actually brush back. And then they take something out of their pouch and tie their hair up with a ribbon. Oh, that looks nice. Blop. Okay, so how's Soul feeling? Get ready for a descriptor. <laughs> Alright. It feels like the air is being slowly choked out of your lungs constantly, but you're still breathing. You're not drowning, but everything is constantly surrounding you, and dread, pure dread. You want to run away, but you're not going to. You want to be alone, and you want to be safe at home, but you can't, and you have to keep going. And that's what Soul's feeling. Hold her arms out for a hug. Okay, I guess I gotta kneel down to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Soul kneels down and gives Lavetta a hug. Does it help? No. Okay. And then instinctive understanding that Lavette's feeling this, mm -hmm. it starts to feel more hollow. Mm -hmm. As if choosing not to feel. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so I um <clears throat> I would like to talk to the group at some point, by the way. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Well, we should have put sitting up together before we had this conversation, because I can't think of anything else. That's the main thing. No worries. You get to oh. feel what I'm feeling when I tell everyone something. Oh, wait, did I tell you about the... I talked to my mother, and we talked about her adventures, and it was so cool. Oh, really? Well, yeah, first of all, so you get some positive emotional feedback from Lovette for this, so she's remembering this. Oh, oh. she's... And she talked about going off in adventures with my father, and this sword on the road, I, when I was a little child, I was like, oh, this, it's a fake sword, it has to be. Why would it be there all the time? Why would they never use it? And but it's real, it's a real sword. And she was like, whoosh, 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 whoosh. And Lovette is like flailing her arms around and kind of skipping in circles as she pantomimes sword play. Mm -hmm. it was, that was so good. I, I thought... Of you, I thought you would enjoy it. I'm really glad that you got to spend time with your parents. It's good. Yeah. Hope your mom's kind of like, yeah, kind of in a way, the way you look up to your mom is very similar to how I look up to my daddy. I hope I get to meet him as well. Son. Well, I did ask Crow to contact him to be around when I came to visit. So I'm hoping I get to see him. <laughs> yes, I hope so as well. Why, why, I suppose we should get to see ourselves. Yeah. I'm gonna go knock on Vera's door and try to get her to not hate me for just a little bit while I tell everyone Pardon me? And I knock on Vera's door. At that, would you mind if I move Lavette into the general chat? Or is go Lavette gonna stand there and listen? Oh, um, no, it's good. Do I get a small piece of what was being talked about at all? Since you got a 23 on your perception check, you get like a summary of that. So Lovett's like, hey, I didn't realize your drug abuse was actually to cope with existential dread. You shouldn't. I'm sorry that that happened. And so I was like, ah. That's <laughs> <laughs> it? The sorry, end. I'm blanking. <laughs> We've shared that empathy thing where Lovett got to feel what I was feeling, which mm -hmm. was the worst feeling. 
and then hollowness because I realized Lavette could feel what I'm feeling, so I killed my emotion. She then talked about her mom and stories that she was told about sword fighting, which, okay. Okay. And that's about all I remember. All right. She's mostly like, I would die for you, which isn't the first time I've heard it because Marcus has told me the same thing. <laughs> Next is Vera. <laughs> All right, so Vera will open the door. Hey. It wasn't locked. Yeah, but I don't like intruding on you because I like to respect your space. I was just lounging. I really like the teachings of Malifra and how everyone's equal. My plan in the future is to make my village play. I'm just not the ruler yet to do those kind of actions. Or at least put them in play. I trust that you can do that. I just want you to know that it's not your bloodline that makes you able to do what you can do. You that can choose to do that. Our bloodline isn't what makes us. (laughs) Being said to the person whose bloodline literally lets you be able to do that. (laughs) Well, I, I couldn't be a protector or keep the world safe if it wasn't for the bloodline. Well, I'm sure there's some way to do it. I mean, not at the strength that it's at currently. The competition helped set up a strong breeding pair in order to make the magic as as strong as possible. I don't know if he's getting stronger every year just being dormant. We can't take those risks. So, I don't know what it is your people are able to do, but it well, we're doing right now. We don't need no. We can. Oh, I know. Combat it without that. I know you don't need the bloodline. It can be easily combated. I'm sure. I'm actually an issue in our group, probably. What do you mean? I probably shouldn't be going into dangerous situations that might end up having me dead. I mean, that's that's what we're all have to deal with. Yeah. But it sure does cause a lot of problems with the whole barrier keeping the enemy in if I die. Well, you wouldn't really be able to help us defeat Glarv if you weren't here, would you? It's true. It's a conflict of interest. I'm doing something really bad right now. As much as we're helping you, so we need you just as much. (laughs) I'll be there for you to the end of Glarv. I trust that you will. After that, I might need to take care of the whole baby situation, though. Vera looks slightly down. I know. My plan is to still be in contact with you, Vera. Actually, I'm hoping to give you enough supplies to help Church out a bit more after I take hold of my position. I appreciate it, all. You're welcome. And hopefully I can help the teaching spread into the Emerald Forest. Maybe we won't be as bad as you think we are. Everyone can change. It's true. Everyone has the possibility of being good or bad, but I believe that there's more good than we let ourselves see sometimes. Now come on up, deck. I gotta talk to everyone, okay? Alright. Cool. Vivera will follow. So up to the top of the ship. Wonderful. Alright, friends. Welcome back. Everyone arrives back on the main deck. Uh, excuse me, everyone. Would you mind... Gathering around for a little bit, Harris? She looks up from her book, stands up, and walks over to the middle of the deck. So, 
I wanted to mentally prepare everyone for our arrival in the Emerald Forest. The plan, if we're able to, is if the ship can be invisible, we can dock the boat ship thing right next to my house. If we can't, I have to make him dock us an hour away from the village where we have to hike into it. Why wouldn't we be able to just go to your house? Well, uh, Presidium is kind of a very exclusive village where no one really leaves and no one really comes in past the people who live there. Well, uh, no, I wasn't, I wasn't supposed to leave. Well, I guess I'll have to leave the while you go, but no one? They have no ambassadors? Well, have... my father's the diplomat of our village. I see. I went to... Oh, I... never mind. I keep playing it. I don't think Gro wants that position, so we're gonna keep it with my father, probably. <clears throat> Anyways, hopefully we'll be able to just involve my home, so other than the staff, you'll only really have to deal with my mom, father, and Gro. I miss it. I mean, I'm... <laughs> These are partly my people. The part of where I suppose they are not my people. Are no. No, I don't really want to meet my people. After all some of the things my mother has said. Not until I have a bigger factory. Oh. Sorry, I didn't mean to distract you. Continue. Anyways, so kind of a small little issue with how we talk to my mother and father and grow. They don't really know that I've told you guys about the protectorship. And you can't allude to it at all because it's such a sacred thing in our village. So much so that my mother is currently the only person that actually knows the true meaning of the protectorship and if anyone found out in our village, it would really fuck things up. And because my staff is very gossipy, I would really appreciate it if we don't talk about it. Couldn't we get Corona to clear some things up? I mean, he's the one who told us. A lot of it, I mean. Corona's a man. So? <laughs> oh, you know. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's more ancient than most others at this point. Yes, I understand he's the Hierophant, but, one, well, he probably shouldn't go around telling people that. He hasn't been in contact with our village. The last time he was there was with my great-great-great-grandmother got it. So, you know, that's a long time ago. Yeah, that is pretty long ago. Well, I will not mention it. If asked, I would say that we are taking care of you, making sure that you are okay, oh. because we care about you. Okay. I mean, what else should I say? That's probably... I, I Actually, because of the staff, it would be better if we all said you were students. Students? Well, everyone in the village thinks I'm still studying at a college. Are you back at the telecouse? Yeah, kinda like that, but it's real life this time. I hate students. Well, why can't they just accept the truth? Well, I don't want to start a fire in my village. Them knowing that we're adventurers and not <gasps> students? Okay. <laughs> the staff is very gossipy and it will spread throughout the entire village if they start talking. But well, what's wrong with being adventurers? Because they think I'm studying to be a good protector. I mean, you are becoming a great protector. I, I know. I think you are learning much faster than you could have at school. 
them knowing that I'm in danger and interacting with other races would really freak them out. Well, you know, kind of as a laces, so they're going to notice that belt. Yes, hence the students part. If you were I'm... exchange students... So, I, I'm I'm bored with this. I want to make sure that we know why we're doing this, so we can tell the basis and it, it I don't know, it is... Should we go in? Well, I promised Karis I'd technically show her the area. Yeah, actually, if you don't want to go, easier for me. I just need to get my eye fixed and show Karis around, and that's it. That's all I need to do. You guys can stay on the boat. No, okay. But... I I didn't um, realize that it was going to be such an issue. (laughs) But, you know, it would be nice, um... I kind of wanted my daddy to meet you guys because he's not around very often. And he's kind of the greatest. So, you know. I think you would like him, Vera. He's a really nice elf. It's mm. where I get most of my crooks from, actually. I'd have to see. So you're coming with? I. But you have to pretend to be a student. <laughs> this all seems very risky. Well... Well, I tell you what. I was a student for most of my life, so I suppose it is an act I can keep up. It's just kind of the worst part of my life, so... I'm still a student, technically. <laughs> also, will people believe that he's a student? Points at Marcus. He's like a mummy. He's yeah. our teacher. See, teacher. This is why you don't play around in shop class. Ooh, well, Marcus is a male anyway, so he probably shouldn't talk. What? Well, that's his, uh... What? It's true. Why? What? What, what do you mean, true? Why? I'm pretty sure he had a penis. I mean, that's how I understand this clue. <laughs> well, um, I just, okay, urge so to raise, raise rising. I don't know if Marcus is a he or she. I don't think that it's possible for that. But also, uh, he has a male voice, unfortunately. What is the problem with that? I, I, that doesn't want detract from somebody's ability. Oh, right. That's not normal in other places. Uh, we're a matriarchal society. Right? You said that. Well, I mean, the gnomish king passes his clan down to his son, but it doesn't mean that I'm not allowed to talk. Oh, he can talk, but, I mean, he's a different race, and a they male... They won't know. I'm a different race. Yeah. Just call me a short elf. No. Also, that's really insulting to Levada, I think. Yeah, I'm... Well, I mean, if you call me <clears throat> a short elf, I'd be okay with that, so... I mean, everyone has been calling me a gnome. No one has been calling me a knife. Chayef, it's the same amount of both. Look, things will change once I'm in charge, but it's just not a good idea if you're not in a high-standing position for a man to talk. Well, lucky for us, Malchus pretty much never talks, so I don't need to jinx it. Just you wait. Look, Grill will be there if he needs to take care of you. Wait, wait. Wait, what do you mean take care of us? Uh, I meant Marcus, as in take him aside and have bro time. <laughs> <laughs> you will all be able if we need to stay the night, which I'm not planning on. If you yeah. want, we'll have rooms. Everyone will get their own. Well, There's plenty. I, I'm not sure that we have a good cattle story for Marcus, but have any better ideas? And Karis, when I show her around the town, I'll just put invisibility on her and I can walk around. But why? What's wrong with Karis? 
She like was a student. She's a human. So is Bella. Well, the the whole plan is just keeping all that information in the house, not. Oh, oh, the shelling it out. Yeah. And I was hoping I could see it this way. I can use invisibility on you too. That would mean much to me. I suppose it isn't really my heritage. Now I know, but I have still always <clears throat> wanted to see the Emerald Forest. Well, you'll see a part of it. I may have to do a couple of things while we're there, by the way. There are certain leaders that might be in the area at the time, since I'm currently gaining a small militia with Grow. <sighs> so... You what? I have a small militia growing in the village currently. Oh, if you had told us about these sacred reinforcements? No. I don't think you could from your homeland. I could have, yes, indeed. But they I was think the... you're a murderer. My family produces plenty of machines. I would have brought a couple of motors with me. I was hoping to <laughs> Souls do gritting their teeth. So those They are very effective. Ooh. And I easy don't... to reproduce. I don't wanna rub the elves the wrong way, but that's not really Earth. I, are you telling me that it's basically so everything about every single one of us is the exact bane? To the elves' existence? Not the elves, just mostly my village. We've been closed off for so many years. I'm trying to change everyone's mind, but it's going to take time, and I'm not even the ruler yet. I have to make good face with these people first before I can get them to trust me enough to make changes. Then wouldn't it be safer to not have us come in? Well, I was only planning on you coming into my house. I just said I needed to go do things at some point. If you want me to go there, I'll go. I'll transform into a bee, I guess. It is, I mean, Does Soul make a face? Soul <laughs> makes a face. What, is, do, what, do, I prefer... what is, do I feel the face? You can see the face. <laughs> I know, but I can feel the face, too. It's pouty. It's very far away. I just I mean, all right. wanted my daddy to meet you. What do... They prefer Earweek? No, no, no. Never again. Please, no. <laughs> Don't do it again. You can be a bee until you meet my dad, okay? Fine. Oh, God. I mean, I was referring to just until we got to your house. I mean, notably, you're probably going to be at my wedding anyway, so just as long as we all pretend to be students, it's fine. Wait, are we not allowed at the wedding? No, you're definitely allowed at the wedding. Oh, good. And I kind of invited... A couple other people who will probably show up anyway, so... What? Hey, who? I mean, who can just show up? Gar? <laughs> no, Corona. Don't say his oh. name. It's gross. I did not say that. Oh, okay. That, that was Kyle. <laughs> did you invite Zell? He was kind of threatening to kill you last time. No? Still rude. I'm pretty sure another protector will know when my wedding is. I don't expect a dragon to crash my party, though. Do you know when his big day tell? I already know. Well, I didn't really know very much about the protectorship until very recently. Uh, when is it so? It was a secret kept for me that I was supposed to learn, you know, after I got married. I didn't know that. So. Yeah, I've kind of messed up a lot of stuff in life for my village, so I'm trying not to mess it up too much more. Change is well, messing things up. I was going to say. You just know more that you should have known before. What? I do agree with that. I'll probably change that around with my child. I'll, like, actually tell them what's going on. 
Imagine how much more prepared you could have been. That's true. Ah, <laughs> again, just pretend you're all exchange students coming in to see the village. I'm inviting you to the wedding, so I wanted you to see it beforehand. We'll go with that, okay? Because I'm still at school learning. Yep. We put influences. Just try not to talk to anyone who's not my dad, my mom, wait, or girl. Wait, do we tell your father the same story? Yes. Yeah, Soul said that through gritted teeth. Yeah. Like, they don't want to lie to their daddy. Yeah. When I was saying feel in the face earlier, I mean because the pack empathy is still going. Oh. They don't want to lie to their daddy. Yeah. They love their daddy. Their mom's a little easier to lie to. Yeah. That's how it is sometimes. And again, just in case, Gro doesn't know. So, you know. So that does not know? No. He doesn't know the the extent of what the protectorship actually means. So, So, are you sure that Gro is not going to give us away? Why would he give you guys away? Well, by accident. I mean, I suppose he's probably trying to keep things low-key as well, but he does know us. He is the one who's keeping the whole me being at school thing together for me. Okay. Oh, well, he's just good. That's good he is know. like the forefront of my plan. He has done so much for me. Again, he's helped me set up the militia. He's ahead of my militia because of that. He is so sweet. Really? And he's going to help fix my eye. Yay. I see. Hey. Um, we are here for you as well, you know? So you don't put all your eggs in one basket. But. That sounds like a plan to me. And if we can't get the ship to be invisible, we have to hike an hour in and I have to make you all invisible as we go up to my house and me just being there walking alone technically while you're all around me invisible. <laughs> and, uh, and then when we get inside, you can go down, but we have to stay at night. They do not have measures against invisibility? Why would they? Everyone's magic pretty much in our village. Right. I would think that a village where they want no one to come in would cover their bases, especially if they do know about magic. I mean, I didn't really have a lot of chances of being out in the village <laughs> past going to my favorite bookstore and sneaking out at night and seeing go. Hmm. <clears throat> so, I actually don't know since I didn't leave the house very much. Yeah. <laughs> Vera sighs. <laughs> Exasperated. What things are we study? Are you supposedly studying that we should know about? Oh, you know, telekinesis, teleport, dimension door, stuff like that. Okay, wait. I was so like specific spells is what you are learning. So it was no. No, I was honing my skills. What sort of things would we be knowing? If we are going know. to school with you, what sort of things were you going to school for? You weren't taking teleport class, no, you are Literally any kind of magic. Any kind of magic? Yeah. Well, um, okay. I can do some kind of magic. It even had a bard annex. That's true, apparently. It did. We will know? What? Sorry, that was the... That was the DM talking. I apologize okay. for just jumping in, but yeah. It that... sounded like Karis, so. <laughs> no, that wasn't Karis. I'm sorry. I, I realized that was confusing. My bad. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> it's where I learned about Muse when I started doing more musical instruments. 
than you know normal because I was I always kind of naturally. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but your balance. Oh, but you don't want something to know about me, Cecil, correct? I mean, we don't have it, so why would we talk about it? Wait, wait, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just making sure. What if they ask about it? Why would they ask about it? Well, I don't know. I don't know your balance. Maybe they'll, I, you know, it's they go to college? Well, technically my mother didn't leave because she was actually focused on her studies. Well, supposedly well, she, she said she did leave, but she was trained at home like I was supposed to before I lost all work ethic originally. <laughs> all right, well, so I'm going to take Southies in. No, don't talk about Muse. Okay, so... Does anyone have any other questions about my hometown? If someone sees us, are we like screwed? Well, the staff will see you. It will probably spread through the village. But I'm hoping the whole student thing will be okay. But I'm gonna try to avoid it as much as possible. Holy. People will know you're there no matter what, to be honest. It's... it's great. <laughs> okay. The staff that is very great. friendly. Don't give them any ammunition. <laughs> Grum has very different intentions than Lovett right now. Don't fuck up my backstory. <laughs> I won't, not on purpose. Don't mess with my discount. <laughs> At what oh, point fuck. does it cease being a backstory and simply becomes a story? What? I mean, yeah, really though. Because, like, at a certain point, just from like a narrative standpoint, does it stop being a backstory if it's happening in the present? Because I mean, if your backstory is supposed to be like your character's past, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's difficult to ruin someone's backstory if you're. If Don't it's mess up my life. There, there happy. Yes, is the main much yeah. happier. <laughs> much happier. I meant that differently. No, I I I meant it as since it was happening in the present, it's no longer a backstory. But, well, I mean, Soul's backstory isn't really the backstory at all. It's kind of the story. So, I mean, sort backstory of. is the same thing sort as of. side quest, basically. Typically, like because it's, yeah. it's a backstory because there's a main story. Typically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the main story does not require you guys to go to this town. No, it doesn't actually. This is it's a side part. quest. This is a side quest. You're right. Like, yeah. I just want to fix my eye. Right. So we just. Right. <laughs> just silence. <laughs> just wind. I guess, yeah. I mean, what is there to say? I, I get... I, I'll, I'll kind of idly converse with Soul about what sort of shit we'll have. Should we come up with, like, characters? Should we come up with, like, characters for ourselves? Like, I... I uh, alibi, essentially. Uh, I thought we were already doing. Yeah. Wait, right, like, you know, past events and such... But if you ask questions about how school was, still going to assume that we know it when we do know I'm sure you have plenty of stories about school. Uh, Bad idea? No. Just, um, well... I mean, we can improve it. I just, if you want to plan it, I'm willing to. Just try avoiding talking to people as much as possible. Okay. I'm happy to show you the place, but discrepancy is key. This is... What is well the goal of this trip? Just to reiterate. So I need to get my eye fixed. Right, we need to get some diamonds. Yep. And they are waiting to pound with that. How much will we need, Callies? Do you know? I would need about five thousand gold pieces worth of diamond dust. Yeah, that's not too bad. <laughs> Soul says very casually. Alright. 
I think it's not too bad. I gave it a good positive icon because I trusted that this will work. If it falls through, I can't afford that. My own. Not right now. Marcus, did you did you give it the diamond dust? No, I've kept some. I've kept oh. all the diamond dust. How much? How much is that? How much do you have? Actually, it just says one. Uh, beardy. <laughs> one just one dust. <laughs> it's all it says is diamond powdered diamond and opal. And that's it. Does not give me a a weight. Wait, may I, may I see him? Is the light? Sure. I'll make an appraise check when you give it to me. Okay, so it has literally nothing written in it. Where did this item come from? <laughs> when I built that symbol of healing? Then you probably bought enough to cast it once. Oh. Uh, so let me pull uh, up symbol of healing then. It requires 500 gold pieces of powdered diamond and opal. So yeah, it's 500 gold pieces worth. Does okay. it use it up as well? Yes. It's, so it's gone. Let me make sure. Uh, Apparently, a lot of spells don't. Yeah, it's use a stuff it's a material. It's not a focus, so it's, it's a 500 gold piece cast for that. If you cast it, it's going to burn that reagent. Did you? Oh, did you cast it? I don't think I ever cast it. Well, I have. Mm, you might. All right. Well, I'll just go ahead and make a ruling that you haven't cast it, so you still have 500 gold pieces of powdered diamond and opal. Well, there you go. So you've got that item still. Well. Is there anything else we should know? So That's all I can think of. I'm just waiting to hear back from Cal, to be honest, if we have a hike or not. You hear a thud from below decks. A thud? A thud. A thud. I'm going to go check that out then. I look in the grate. Okay, you go below decks and you see there's smoke pouring out from underneath the captain's cabin's door. Okay. Hey, Cal? There's no response. Are you alive? There's no response. I open the door. You open the door, the room is filled with a lot of gray smoke. <laughs> is Cal there? You don't see him, but it's very thick with smoke. I go in to find him to get him out of the you smoke? You take two steps into the room and your foot kicks something on the ground. Okay, can I reach down and pick it up? Yeah, it appears to be a gnome. <laughs> I'm gonna drag him out of his room. Right, you drag him out of his room, and he's sort of limp on the ground. Shit, what the fuck? Vera, create water? I will go up to Zell, or Zell, uh, Cal, and I'm going to cast Cure Moderate Wounds on him. Okay, give me 2d8 plus 8, please. Alright, 12. Alright, you heal for 12 HP, and Calcutic starts to cough, and sits upright very quickly. Oh. Ah, well, <clears throat> good news. You're not dead. What? <laughs> no, no, not that. I think I solved the issue. What was the issue that needed solving? You see, cloaking, why, that's a fool's errand. Because you see, it would require the creation of a very large cloak that you have to put over the entire ship. And why, that just wouldn't be very aerodynamic. And then I realized the answer was mirrors. Mirrorification, specifically. Uh-huh. He stands up to his feet, wobbles for a second, and then kind of snaps himself out of it, and then sort of bolts up the stairs back to the main deck. What What the... What just happened? I don't know. Soul goes upstairs to follow him. All right. Back on the main deck, you see Kalkitik has now produced his staff, and he's waving it around and chanting something strange. He's casting a spell. There's motes of white and blue energy 
swirling around his staff. Are we just... Mirification test number one! Test? He slams his staff down on the deck of the ship, and spreading out from the impact point in all directions, almost as if it's a wave of water washing across the deck of the ship, the wood is exchanged texture for that of a mirror. It washes over the entire deck, and then down across the sides, up the masts, across the sails, and before you know it, the entire ship is covered in mirrors. Oh. Ha! There! How's that? Much more sneaky, Cal. You're a genius. I think. He beams with pride. But I mean, you can still see mirrors. Yeah, wouldn't it just reflect whatever's on the ground from the bottom, though? No, I believe from this high up, mathematically speaking, it should differ light, so that it would just look like part of the cloudy sky. Maybe a little gleamer. But only if you were looking for it. Does that sound right to me? Shrug. Good. <laughs> it might work. I mean, that's not like various things, so I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That might work. Okay. I mean, I'll take it. I mean, if you look down at the deck, all you see is the sky above you. So, I mean, it seems like it's working. From this point of view. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know enough science to understand this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Can I use but... like an insight check to be like, will this work or not? No. No? Okay, no, great. Smoking. You can use your best guess, but that's about it. Use My best guess brain. is that it wouldn't work. Really? Why? Because doesn't it have to get low enough to drop us off with a ladder? Well, yeah. It might want to drop us off a little bit, of course, but it doesn't have to be, like, miles away. I think it'd be pretty hard to see. You'd have to be looking for it. I thought we were going over the city with this. Well, if it was invisible, we could. Yep. <laughs> if you'd like to cast an invisibility spell strong enough to cover the entire ship, be my guess. I would. What do I roll? <laughs> well, I do D4? have one idea. Oh, D4. Yes, it's a D4. If we flew low enough to where we were lower than the cliff, but coming around from the back, and then slowly lifting up to get into the garden, then it might work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that could work. Kalkatik is happy that you're happy. Cool! (laughs) Well, if that's it, y'all, we've got a day and a half on this ship, and I think I'm just gonna relax... And try not to imagine my impending thoughts of things going very wrong. Well, you might want to relax on the top deck for now, as smoke is just going through smoke the grate. Smoke spilling through that grate, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Oh, that will clear up shortly. Don't don't worry about it. Okay, if you say so. listening as always special thanks to protagonist for the theme music and emily roll for fantasy for this episode's soundtrack interested in following us on social media follow us on twitter at check please D&D. or want to support the podcast and be part of the czech republic 
go to our Patreon under Anishra. Until next time.